three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. Thank you for joining us again. We are in Psalms 19. Just a pause from what may be a walk through the Bible. I'm not sure. With a very fast. Might have to go back and redo numbers. I don't know. We've done Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. A flyover of numbers. We just finished Deuteronomy, and we're going to go into Joshua. But pausing to look at Psalms 19, which I think gives us a good reference for why we should be reading God's Word. And so looking at Psalms 19, start off as using it as a prayer a couple days ago, last week, and then started breaking it apart almost verse by verse. This will be the last time. Well, we'll do the last verse as one verse, but today we're going to look at Verse 9, and then tomorrow we'll get 10 through 13, and then finish it up on Friday um, with verse 14. Today, verse 9, so Psalms 19, verse 9 says, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. I think in the New King James, uh, I think it's almost exactly the same. The fear of the Lord is clean. Yeah, enduring forever. The judgments, there you go, instead of rules, the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. So that's the, the one change. So two, uh, two very close translations, meaning the same thing, though meaning the same thing. So the fear of the Lord, a lot of times it gets misunderstood in our modern culture, really the American uh, Western culture for a long time, fear of the Lord. It really should, it, it, the, the word is more or better translated, although you can't really just translate it this way. So the fear, fear of the Lord works really good, but understanding that it's how one should revere God. <clears throat> so how do we revere God? And so it is saying that uh, the, the fear of the Lord is clean or to... The rules to revere God are clean, enduring forever, and true and righteous altogether. That might be a better translation, if you will, of the Hebrew there. So God's word is giving us, has given us exactly how God wants to be worshipped, how God wants his people to do things. So not only how to set up the tent and the altar and all that that we learned about that we learned about in law which is what this chapter is talking about psalms 19 talking about the law the first five books of the Bible, but how to what are the commandments how to follow them how to follow them in various different situations so god has given us a clear clear direction and that's what the psalmist is saying here that it is um it is, it is clean, it is clear, um, and there's no, there should be no confusion whatsoever here as one wants to revere God. So how do, how do I revere God? How do I worship God? How do I follow God? Well, obey Him. Well, how do I obey Him? Well, what has He said? Well, that's in His Word. 
So we need to get into his word. Well, what if I don't know how to read? What if I don't know <clears throat> what the word is? Well, that's where discipleship comes in, right? So training up our children to know how to read, kind of important, right? Not to read. It's not so important that they know how to read or that they read and understand the symbolism and the classics because actually today it might be because now it's being changed. So you can take a, a novel that has always meant what it is meant for 80 years and also now it means something else because <clears throat> we've decided it really means this, even though the author definitely didn't mean it for that. And we see that not just in literature, we see that in the sciences and biology. The human now all of a sudden is more than two genders and you can change your gender. The author and creator of the human race never intended that, but here we are. And I digress, I'm sorry. <clears throat> so what we need to do is we need to stay, we need to go to God's word. We need to take new believers or young believers, teach them how to read so they can not only listen to good sermons or be in a church where God's word is really being um, preached, really being unpacked, that the, the believers are wrestling through all the different things that God's word does address. And so, for instance, um, in some things that seem to always get under some people's skin, if you will, is, you know, should we drink or dance? Well, God's word is not silent on that. It does not say that you shouldn't drink. It, should, it does say that you should, if you do that, you should do it in moderation. There are times in our people that take a vow not to drink. God addresses that in his word. What about dancing? Well, what would be the purpose of your dancing? Now, does God allow dancing? Well, David danced before the Lord, his wife then made fun of him doing it, and she never had babies. So God does want us to dance in a way that glorifies him. So we were created by a creative God. We were created to be creative. That's how one of the ways we reflect our creator. So we're made in his image. I think there's things that are physical about that and that we can think and reason and be creative. I think there's another way that we are like God, but we are not God. And so we need to go to his word and grasp what we can. And so here in Psalms 19, verse 9, telling us that we, how we fear the Lord or how we revere God is not a mystery. It is perfectly laid out in the rules of the covenant in how we should revere God, how we should worship him, how we should treat one another, how we should gather together. All those things are clearly written out for us in God's word, which is why we should be reading God's word. So I pray that uh, you would find God's word beneficial to you today as you read. And if you're not sure where to read, just be reading Psalms 19. You can read Psalms 19, read Psalms uh, 18, you can read Psalms 1, and um, or any of the Psalms, <laughs> but definitely read Psalms 19. God bless you guys. Hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.